Good evening, Bitcoiners from around the world. It is me, Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It is 6 p.m. here in the United Kingdom. This is my UK Bitcoin Master live show. Welcome, everyone. Great to have you with us as always. If you haven't seen the interview that I did on uh, Saturday or somebody interviewed me, go and check that out. That was a really great interview, an honest, frank interview about life, etc. Um, so do check that out. Um, very quickly, if I may, if you are new, if you are finding this channel today new or in the future new, please do not take anything I say as financial advice. It is just me just sounding off twice a week as uh, somebody that's got into Bitcoin. You must do your own research, get in the rabbit hole, only buy what you can afford to lose because, yes, you could lose all your money um, and, you know, make your own decisions. A little bit of personal responsibility there. Uh, check out my website, ukbitcoinmaster.com. That is where every video is housed. I've done to date three years of them. And then bitcoininterviews.com, where you're going to find all the interviews that I've done today. And finally, for those that want to drop a lightning tip, some satoshis, there you go, UK Bitcoin Master or tipping.me at UK Bitcoin Master. But as I've always said, and I'll say it again, I don't run this show for financial gain, tips or anything. But some people have reached out to me and said, how can we tip you? Um, so I think I said the date is the 5th of July 2021. If I haven't, well, I have right now. Uh, very quickly, a shout out to some people in the chat. Uh, Bitcoin to the moon down in Australia. I'm guessing he is probably asleep right now, but he always comes in and comments before he goes off to bed. So uh, we've got Michael Lillian Feld in the house. Johnny Midas is with us. My lovely wife, Elaine. Frosty Ash. Ashingdon, regular listener, but not always live. Well, Frosty, it's great to have you with us nonetheless. Michael Weber coming in from the south of the UK. Monday again. Hello, everyone. We've got MyBill66 with us. Welcome, Buffy W. That's my daughter. Welcome, Buffy. Johnny Midas coming in from uh, Malibu. Unless you're not in Malibu right now, you weren't uh, the last time we did a show. Matthew Underhill from the Bitcoin book. Welcome to you, Matthew. Great to have you in the house. Yorkie Bitcoiners with us. So welcome, everyone. It is great to be with you all to be able to talk Bitcoin for a while. Um, now, what I want to do is I want to just address something before we get going. There's somebody in the chat, Michael Lillienfeld, and he's asking me to answer the question that he posed at the top of the show. And that is this. I'm a Bitcoin maxi, but I just put 10% in ETH. How will all the Bitcoin maxis react when ETH flippens Bitcoin? Look, Michael, this is a Bitcoin show. You are completely entitled to spend your money on whatever you choose. You are completely entitled to have your belief system that ETH will flip and Bitcoin. That's OK. I'm not going to debate that with you. I am a Bitcoin only guy. If you want to call me a maxi, I can tell you I am a maxi and you aren't because all my holdings, every single crypto that I hold is Bitcoin. It isn't 10% ETH. I got rid of my ETH a couple of years ago because over time, ETH is going to have its own utility. 
you know, DeFi being built on top. But if you don't understand Taproot, you need to, because we're going to start getting DeFi built on top of Bitcoin now. And all these big institutions and all these big players, they are not coming in and saying they're holding ETH. They're coming in and saying they're putting Bitcoin on their balance sheets or they're doing Bitcoin ETFs or whatever. So, Michael, great to have you in the chat. But equally, it is no good asking me the question that I can't ask answer full on, because like I've said on every show, and I'll continue to say, I am not an expert in these matters. I believe that Bitcoin maxes, if you want to call them that, believe that Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that has any shot at being money of the future. So, Michael, I don't know whether that answers your question, but unfortunately, that's all you're going to get from me because my show is a Bitcoin only show. And I don't care what ETH does. If it flippens Bitcoin, coin so be it. I am holding my Bitcoin for my children, grandchildren, great grandchildren and their kids and their kids and their kids. That's why I'm holding it. I am not in this to play the game of which one should I be in, which one's going to make me the most amount of money, because ETH is never going to be the world reserve currency ever. You can start to drill down if you really want to. And we know exactly how many Bitcoin are out there. You don't know exactly how many ETH are out there. Bitcoin has no figurehead. ETH has. If Vitalik Buterin is taken down, the whole of ETH could crumble. And it may not, and it probably never will. But I do not want to hold my value in a coin that has points of failure or potential points of failure and potential points of weakness. And the fact that it's already been manipulated once, it'll be manipulated again. I don't want to be part of that crowd. So, Michael, great to have you here. But that's all you're going to get on um, that side of things. So what I want to do is whiz over to the um, desktop, if I may. I don't know why that just moved. And let's see what's going on over there. Well, firstly, we can see that Bitcoin is still moving sideways. 34.2. We're in that 30 to 35 range. And I can feel that people are getting fidgety. And they're getting agitated because nothing seems to be happening. I've said this on a few previous shows um, that I, I follow a couple of TA guys or analysts. And one of the analysts that I follow is a guy called Willie Wu. And he's very well respected in the space. If you don't know who he is, recently on the What Bitcoin uh, did podcast with um, Peter McCormack. Willie was on there, so you can put a face to the name. And he said that he's absolutely amazed at how many people take his um, views literally. And what he's saying is he can't predict the future. He hasn't got a crystal ball, but he just gives guidelines on where he thinks Bitcoin is going. And I want to just come over, if I may, to an email that I received. And any one of you can get this email. Um, he's got a paid email mailing list where you get in-depth information. He's got a free one, which this is, so anyone could subscribe to it. Now, why do I want to show you people all of this? Because if you, whoever you are, are freaking out about what's going on with the price, if you don't understand it and, you know, 
and you want to try to get your head around what makes it go up, what makes it go down, it is well worth subscribing to this free uh, newsletter. Now, what I'm not going to do is read it all out. What I am going to do is scroll down. Look, he, you know, he uses Glassnode for all of his um, analytics. But something that I picked up at the bottom that was highlighted, and I'm going to highlight it again. It's just disappeared. Hold on a sec. And here it is there. Can you read that? The coins that were dumped by whales. He was saying that a lot of new whales have bought coins in December, sold them out in January at a profit. Okay. They're not long-term holders. So the coins that were dumped by whales onto speculators are now being absorbed by long-term holders. We are now at supply shock levels last seen when the price was 50k. We seldom see these divergences where coins are removed from the market without price action reflecting this. Assuming there are further no unforeseen impacts to drop, it's only a matter of time before the market figures out the coins are drying up. A great opportunity is at hand. So when I say on my shows, when the price is down, for me, it's a great uh, way to mop up cheap Bitcoin. I don't say that just to make you feel good. I say it because I've got a basic understanding of getting a handle on, you know, whether they say it's going down, it's going up, a triangle, a bounce back and all this type of thing. I'm getting some basic understanding from all of this. Now, in terms of privacy, let me just show you this. This is Willy Woo's email address. Hold on. Let's see if I can bring it up for you all. Look at that one. That's somebody that wants to remain private. Can you see all those numbers in that gray box? And it says at mg1.substack.com. Talk about anonymity. I can never say that, but uh, there we are. So uh, Willie Woo, I would encourage you, even if you don't understand charts and TA, his wording helps to comfort us or give us an indicator of where it's all going or where he thinks it may go. And then we can, you know, maybe base what we are going to do off the back of things like that. Very quickly, um, the Harving Show. Welcome, um, Norway. Great to have you in the house. Wilco Delamar has joined us. Welcome to you, Wilco. If you want to get my attention, people, I just can't. The chat's moving and I can't pick it up. If you want me to see something you've typed in, type in UK Bitcoin Master and then your message and it will flash it up in orange. Not for you, for me only. I'm the only one that will see that. And then it draws my attention down uh, to the chat. So let's get over to the real stuff. Look, the world has gone mad. If you weren't around in 2017, and I was, it was the ICO craze. There were ICOs coming out for absolutely everything. In 2021, we now have a baby Dogecoin which is gaining traction and going up in value with absolutely no utility whatsoever. Who in their right mind is going to go and invest into something like this? And you know what? People will. And I find it absolutely bizarre 
that people work hard. They go to their jobs. They pay all of their bills. They pay their mortgage. They struggle for money throughout their lives. That's a proven fact that most people will die with not enough to bury them. Okay, people can't afford to put money by for savings. And yet, so somebody finds some money, uh, they've worked hard for it, and then they go and put it into a poop coin like Doge or Baby Doge or all these other ones out there. And there's nothing else I want to say on this apart from the flipping world is going mad. It really is when people going in, go and invest into this stupid, ridiculous coin. Rant over. Then we've got articles like this. Bitcoin and Ethereum used to pay for fake COVID-19 vaccine certificates. Look, anybody that uses cryptocurrency to buy things like this, I think are totally nuts because it is all on a blockchain. It is all there to follow, let's call it a paper trail, if you will. So headlines like this, they're just FUD headlines. And anybody that's, you know, taking ransom in Bitcoin and stuff like that, they're absolutely nuts and barking mad, in my opinion. Graham Poole, welcome to the show, Mr. Diamond Hand. I'm going to call you uh, Mr. Diamond Hand going forward. Johnny Midas, great to have you back with us, uh, as always. Um, So, you know, articles like this really are FUD. And right now, there's so much FUD going on to try and discredit Bitcoin. Here's what I think, and this is not financial advice. I think that we are going to go sideways for a bit longer. And then all of a sudden, you are going to wonder what the hell happened come the second half of 2021. Now, I could be completely wrong because I don't know anything, right? But if I'm completely wrong and we go into a bear market, I don't care. I'll just accumulate more Bitcoin. Yeah, of course, I want it to moon because of my age. But hey, listen, like I've said, most of my Bitcoin is for my descendants when I'm not here anymore. So if we went into a bear market, it's like, so what? I will just accumulate more Bitcoin because we'll have another bull market for certain people. So either way, I don't care. And you should learn this stuff so that you can take all the emotion out of this. I always say on my shows, don't trade, don't I? I just thought this was worth sharing with you. I mean, how one Bitcoin finance expert. Note the words finance expert makes money while losing millions. He uh, he tweets or he's on social media or something, but he's tweeting or on social media um, about the fact that he's lost close to $80,000. Well, That's idiotic in my view, because, you know, if he's trying to make money by trading and he's losing all that money, he won't be making that much money with all of his tweets or whatever he's doing on his social media platform, Twitch. Sorry, he's out there on Twitch. And maybe he will. Maybe he'll get millions of followers. But, you know, I keep saying don't try and trade Bitcoin. If you try and trade Bitcoin, look, if you try and trade, I don't know, you know, everything about this. What I've learned over four years is that traders lose money. And the reason they lose money is because unless you are in what they, I think they refer to as the inner circle, where they all share information with each other to get ahead of the masses in trades, you're going to get wrecked. 
It's as simple as that. You may make money, make money, make money, and ultimately you'll end up losing money. Traders always get wrecked. So this channel is all about helping you, as the top says, build a strong Bitcoin hand, not to trade just to keep accumulating Bitcoin and then enjoy your life. Uh, we have Barry Barefoot. Mr. Barefoot, Barry, welcome from New Zealand, uh, the complete other side of the world. Barry, great to have you in the house. Uh, I guess that's quarter past six or quarter past seven in the morning for you, I believe. Barry in New Zealand, isn't it? It's about, it's about 7, 16 a.m., something like that. Welcome to the show. It is great to have you in the house, as always, Barry. I found this one. If if you people have got, if you disagree with this mining council that Michael Saylor started, then disagree with it. But certainly go and watch their quarterly um, Zoom videos. I watched one the other day and I found it absolutely fascinating. It was some CEOs of some of the top miners and public uh, publicly run companies. Oh, 5.15 a.m. Barry, get some sleep. What's the matter with you, man? It's great to have you on the show, Barry. 5.15 a.m. or not? Flipping heck. Okay, so um, I watched this Mining Council interview and it is so bullish in explaining how they they did some surveys and at least 56% of all the Bitcoin mined is using clean or renewable energy, but more like 69%, but they wanted to remain conservative. They also explained on there, which was helpful to someone like me that's got a channel but doesn't know a great deal about all the technicals. And they said that, you know, we've got this situation where China have banned mining. So, of course, they're, you know, they're packing all their mining equipment up and they're moving to other parts of the world you know, where they are welcome and, you know, they can mine their Bitcoin. So, you know, the hash rate is down. We've just had a major, you know, um, uh, reset. Oh, there's a name for it. Sorry, people. I, I, it's just gone right out of my head. Every two weeks we have a, um, a difficulty adjustment. I'm sorry. And that went swimmingly. I was looking at the hash rate earlier. It's 88 exahashes now. It's 97, but it could be down for a couple of years. Does that mean anything's... Does that mean anything's wrong with Bitcoin? No, it does not. It simply means those miners are going to take time to migrate. Now, coming back to this article, what they were saying on that Mining Council video is that because of this green energy and this using renewable and volcanic and all this type of stuff from from dams, hydro, etc. Um, a lot of the old mining equipment, it won't be cost effective to move it out of China. So what will happen is these mining companies will buy newer mining equipment that's more energy efficient that will ultimately take those numbers up from rock solid 50, 56%, around 69% they feel um, upwards over time. And as it says here, Bitcoin mining amongst the world's greenest industries already. And they're going to realize this at some point. So if you're thinking, should I or shouldn't I invest in Bitcoin? Think about what I'm saying here. If the world then starts to see how Bitcoin mining can make the world a cleaner place, can force the hand of the world to go greener quicker 
because of what Bitcoin is doing. I don't know whether I'm even explaining that too well, but, you know, you take the point. It is, you know, looking at other things that are going on and asking yourself a question. Is that going to affect uh, Bitcoin in a positive way, the world in a positive way or a negative way? And for me, it's a positive all the way. And that's because I follow Michael Saylor. I listen to all of his interviews, wherever he's being interviewed. I go and follow him. I listen. I learn. I take notes. And, you know, what, what it's done for me is it's given me in here and in here total belief in Bitcoin, not Ethereum, not Dogecoin, not Baby Doge, not Cardano, not any of them, but Bitcoin. So everyone is welcome on my channel. But if you want to try and talk to me about what's going to flip in Bitcoin, I'm not going to get into that debate because if it does, it does. And if it does, it doesn't. Doesn't it doesn't. I'm still holding my Bitcoin. End of conversation. OK, so then we've got this from El Salvador. It says news from El Salvador. Uh, early July, Bukele, El Zonte and the ATM factory. Basically, this Bitcoin train is moving faster than anyone imagined uh, down in El Salvador, as it says here. The Bitcoin train is, mo is moving fast in El Salvador. The law that makes it legal tender goes into effect in September, but the first Bitcoin company is already up and running. Also, a member of the... <coughs> Excuse me. The U.S. government and Reuters have President Bukele in their mind, plus concrete improvements in El Zonte, the land of Bitcoin and Lightning Network. The point is, this thing's moving at quite a pace and it isn't going to be stopped. And you can bet your hind bottom dollar that there are other people other nation states not only watching this, but taking their own steps behind the scenes. And all of a sudden, we'll have a domino effect again. And I don't know when that domino effect will happen, but it, you know, it really is. I mean, we saw none of this in 2017. In 2017, we had no positive news like this going on. You know, it was banks will never custody Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin is going to die. Bitcoin's a scam. Rat poison squared, said um, Warren Buffett. Excuse me. <coughs> I've got a tickle. Hang on. Um, and yet today, you know, 650 banks can now start custodying it and people buy their Bitcoin through them. The whole narrative is changing, which is the most exciting thing on the earth. It really is. And then this one I found, AZ Alkmaar Football Club um, to instigate payments in Bitcoin. Now, um, we've heard about this sort of thing before, but this apparently is the first football team that will actually play, pay the players' salaries in Bitcoin. They're from the Netherlands, and it says they've it's disclosed its plans to pay the players in BTC. This action will make them the first team to pay its players' salary in cryptocurrency. Well, that should say Bitcoin because they're saying they're paying them um, in Bitcoin. So, you know, the point I'm trying to make, what I'm trying to uh, do on this show is help anybody that wants to come and join my show to build that strong Bitcoin hand. It is so easy to get drawn away by what others think is going to happen. And, you know, I come back to Michael's view on the ETH flippening of BTC. Michael, Maybe you're right. 
and maybe it will happen. And maybe you can come on a later show and say, see, I told you so. But forgive me for believing that won't happen. I believe ETH is going to, you know, grow at a faster rate than Bitcoin in terms of an ETH at two or three thousand right now and a Bitcoin at thirty three, thirty four thousand. You know, it might grow in fiat terms, but one Bitcoin is always going to be one Bitcoin. And you've got to roll the clock back to see how much ETH is worth in Bitcoin terms today, compare it to where it was four years ago. That's all that matters. You know, ETH to BTC, BTC to ETH, What is how much of a BTC is one ETH worth? If you're thinking in fiat all the time, you're thinking wrong because the fiat world is dying, I'm telling you. Not, might not even be dead in my lifetime, but it is dying a death, slowly but surely. Matthew's in the house. Welcome, Matthew. It's always great to have you with us. There's Matthew's book for anybody that wants a great beginner's book. As you can see, A Beginner's Guide to the Future of Finance by Matthew Underhill. He joins our show. He's a great guy. I've met him on Zoom, not in person, but on Zoom. Um, and I've read the book. I've got it here. I've read it twice in a week. It really is a superb book for a beginner, but also to give away as a gift Christmas birthday um, for a family member or loan it to a family member to read. Um, fantastic read. It really is. Check it out. It's on Amazon. Opset Classified. Great to have you in the house, my good man, as always. I don't think I've missed anybody. I like to give people a shout out as they joined. But Opsec, it is great to have you with us. OK, as always, move to some tweets. Now, I'm going to put something up on the next page that is in the show notes. Lord Fisitua. I was supposed to have Lord Fisitua on my show as a guest. He is a, a lord from the island of Tonga. But unfortunately, it's all down to me. It's totally my fault. I got all the timings wrong. He's 12 hours ahead of us. Um, in fact, it might be 11 or 13. And I got it all wrong. And he woke up twice early, but they were an hour out. And basically, he's you know said, look, let's leave it for now. Let's reconsider down the road. So I'm still hoping at some point that I may get Lord Fisitua on as a live guest. He is a lord down there after all. And I really do want to interview him. But I follow him on Twitter. And all of a sudden, I saw this tweet come up. And if I bring the next tab up, you will find a link to this lot in my show notes. And you can go there to his Dropbox account and you can download over here the Bitcoin white paper for one. You can also go down. You've got Jan Pritzer's book, Inventing Bitcoin. There's Mastering Bitcoin there. There's Saifedean and Moose's The Bitcoin Standard in EPUB format. So you can um, read it on a Kindle um, or you can get a Kindle app on an iPad as well. You know, the Bitcoin revolution is there. I would go and find this link, people, after the show. That will take you directly to his Dropbox and you can download any one, some or all of these ebooks that you want totally free. I think it's a really great thing for him to have done. So Lord Fisitua of Tonga, way to go, way to go. Superb. Check it out in my show notes. Uh, Michael Saylor, if you paid off your mortgage last year, you sold Bitcoin appreciating 260% to hold dollars depreciating 28% to make a loan to your bank yielding 
So, who in their right mind is going to pay off their mortgage to get a yield of 3% when they can hold Bitcoin and get an annual return averaging 200%? And these are the things you want to learn no matter where you are in life. Look at the the best thing to do to give you the maximum return. And you never, I've learned this, never sell your Bitcoin and then go and pay off a mortgage with it as Jim Cramer did. Because you know, you are actually killing your finances by doing that. And that tweet really highlights it. Uh, MM Crypto says, did you ever have people laughing at you because you're in Bitcoin? I had. I have. He says, I have. Absolutely. We all have. And I'll tell you, I'll say this again at the risk of being boring. All the great achievers in history were massively ridiculed when they put their ideas forward. Everybody, Meatloaf the movie. If you haven't seen the movie about the, the, the rock singer Meatloaf, watch it. It's superb. He is sat on his mum's uh, bed as she's dying of lung cancer while smoking 50 cigarettes a day. Really bizarre. Um, and, you know, she says to him, what's the matter, son? He said, oh, everyone laughs at me at school. And she turned around and said, son, people always laugh at what they don't understand. If you are in Bitcoin, build your strong Bitcoin hand. And if they want to laugh at you, people, let them laugh. Does that mean you should go and sell your Bitcoin and go and join the crowd? Because I'm telling you, there is another old saying your finances will be the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. Think about that one, because what they say and how they live their life will rub off on you because they're your influence. They're, they're the people that tell you, I'm buying another car. I'm getting a new flat screen TV. I've got some money. I'm going to go and buy this or go on holiday with it. I get some money that goes into Bitcoin if that makes sense. So just be very mindful. That doesn't mean you've got to cut your family off. It means get around Bitcoin people and learn the types of things I try to share with you all on this show, because your future and your family's financial future really do depend on what you do. You can be the catalyst that moves them out of the 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 doldrums, the financial broke of society to the elite in society in generations to come. Do you have the vision that Bitcoin has potentially got the ability to be the world reserve currency or the world store of go to store of value? If you believe that, why on earth would you want to get rid of any of your Bitcoin? I believe over the months and years to come, we will see more and more financial instruments developed to tempt us to take maybe a loan out against our Bitcoin um, or, you know, something of that type of nature where, you know, we take a loan out at, say, 1% or 0% and yet Bitcoin is yielding 200% a year, which you'd rather have 1% or 200%. That is why I hold Bitcoin. And that is why I encourage everybody to hold Bitcoin. And I've got to say this before I forget it. And I don't know whether he's listening or not, but I'm really excited because you never know who you're going to connect with um, in the Bitcoin space. I had somebody reach out to me via my email address at the bottom of my show notes. And he asked some questions about Bitcoin. 
And uh, obviously, I said to him, you know, I'll happily give you 30 minutes free. Let's chat. Anyway, we connected yesterday on Zoom. And it turns out he is still the lead guitarist with the um, punk band The Damned. And we were chatting and he knows he's a great friend with Boy George and Blondie from the 80s and 90s. If you remember Blondie, he mixes with all those rock bands and he's asking me, he said, I'm totally into this. I totally want to get into Bitcoin. You know, you've you've come on, you've given me some pointers. He said, this is fantastic. And I'm saying to him and I can't. But yeah, he knows Spandau Ballet boys. He knows the Duran Duran boys. It's just I'm a regular guy who just goes live twice a week because I want to rant about Bitcoin. And all of a sudden, I'm chatting on Zoom with a guy that you can find him on YouTube. Find the damned, D-A-M-N-E-D. And you'll see the guitarist there. I was chatting to the guy. He's, you know, heading for his heaven, heading, he's in his late 60s now. And I just, I just found it so exciting that I was chatting to this guy. So, you know, you never know who you're going to influence. So make sure you're living by your values, you're living by your core beliefs, and you only give out information if you believe it to be right, true, and proper. And I do. Okay. It is great to have Elia Epping in the house with us. Welcome. Grace, too, has joined us. Fantastic to have you in the house as well. Here's one from Saifedina Moose, <clears throat> the author of The Bitcoin Standard. Now, this is a good one. To be a Bitcoin hater, you have to believe that absolutely nobody on the planet could or should benefit from upgrading their local inflationary currency to a hard currency. It takes an astonishing amount of fiat privilege, callousness, ignorance and stupidity to believe this. Think about that. If you're a Bitcoin hater, you believe that the world shouldn't be a better place. You believe that people shouldn't have a chance to improve their finances, to improve their families financial future. You believe that the world shouldn't be a better place. You believe that we shouldn't have a sound money that can't be manipulated by governments, big banks and families to be a Bitcoin hater. This is really profound. And I just thought it was absolutely superb from Saifedina Moose. And then one from Robert Breedlove. Bitcoin, unstoppable money that stops central bank fiat monopolies from controlling the lives of 8 billion people. Look at that on that bit of paper. I am a piece of paper. I control your life. And when these central bank digital currencies come out, they will replace the paper for a CBDC, a central bank digital currency. And you will gladly move over to it and then they will own your life. And you will one day be wanting to go on holiday and you'll be in an airport lounge. And all of a sudden you'll be pulled over by your local police and they'll say, we can't let you get on that plane because you're a month behind on your property tax, your council tax, or you haven't paid your credit card this month because they will own your life. The paper money controls your life because right now governments around the world are printing it to infinity. And the more there is out there, <clears throat> the less you will get for your money. I bought a piece of timber. I think in America you might call it lumber. 
I bought a piece of timber uh, several months ago and it cost me nearly four pounds. I bought a, the same piece of timber a couple of weeks ago to do a job outdoors and it was almost 16 pounds. That is inflation. That is going to be your groceries. That is going to be your your fuel to put in your your motor vehicle to run around with. That is going to be your clothing. That is going to be getting your hair cut. It's going to be anything that is a consumable. That is going to cost you more money. And people do not think we can go into um, a hyperinflation where a month's salary doesn't even buy your family a day of groceries. I'm not saying we're going to. It just is possible because there is so much unrest and discord in the financial world right now. Why do I know that? Because I take the time to follow financial people that are telling us this, that they are printing money to infinity and it's going to continue and it's going to continue and it's going to continue. And I chose to opt out of that system four years ago. And I encourage you not to opt out of it but to do your research into why I opted out of it, learn and then see if there's a way you can opt out of this corrupt system. I love this quote. Sometimes later becomes never. Do it now. You know, we can all say I'll get some Bitcoin when I get some money in. Do it now. Because ultimately, Bitcoin is not going to go sideways forever, people. This thing will recover. I and a lot of commentators believe that this is not the end of the bull market. It is very similar, apparently, to the 2013 bull market. And I don't have a clue. I just feel in my heart that the second half of this year is going to be epic. But we will wait and see. And maybe some of you might pop in the chat that I got it all wrong. But that is the beauty, if you like, or the downside of having a Bitcoin channel. People can come back, look at these years, months later and say, ha, you got it wrong. Or my goodness, you got it right. I wish I'd have listened to you. Do your own research, people. Get in that rabbit hole. So important. So that is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today, the 5th of July. 2021. Don't forget to share this out on Twitter. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you're new to the channel. Then click the notification bell button and then click all and you'll be notified when I go live. You can follow me on BitChute on library.tv. I have a Facebook page, UK Bitcoin Master. You can follow me there. I have a podcast, ukbitcoinmasterpodcast.com. You can follow me there. I'm on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Follow me somewhere, people, and build your strong Bitcoin hand. That is it. I'm out of here, people. I'll leave you with my social media links. I'll catch many of you, I hope, on Thursday at 6 p.m. London. Until then, whatever you're doing, have a great week. I'm out of here.